everyone, this is George Cross, and welcome back to another season of Mindset Monday. Hey everyone, it is George Kuros, and it is probably, it's July right now, and it's, when you listen to this, it's probably August, and I wanted to do a Mindset Monday, and I was thinking about this at the gym this morning, how, what, how could I frame the Mindset Monday? I've done seasons in the past, and I think people have really appreciated it, and I know you're probably listening to this on a Sunday, this is when it's released, but a lot of people podcast comes out Sunday and they don't listen to podcasts on the weekends. And that's awesome. I think we have to figure out what works best for us. And that's the beauty is that you can kind of watch or listen to these episodes when it makes sense to you. And so even though it's called mindset Mondays, probably some of you are listening to it on a Sunday and hopefully it sets you up for the week. And when I was thinking about how I could set up mindset Monday, obviously mindset is something that's really important to me. Uh, my books innovate uh, innovators mindset, innovate into the box, really kind of focus on this concept of the innovators mindset and what it actually means. And I really try to embody this in not only my work, but more importantly, in my life, uh, how I look at my health and fitness, and so many different aspects. So in innovate inside the box, I built on this concept of innovators mindset. And I took a table, and you can see it if you're watching on YouTube, this table from the book called The Growth Mindset Coach by Annie Brock and Heather Hunley. And in it, they actually talk about different situations and what a fixed mindset would look, in that, look like in that situation and what a growth mindset would look like in that situation. And so what I did in Innovate Into the Box was I adapted that table and I shared their work, but I built on it and I made a, an extra row or column. I always get the two mixed up. And I focused on what would that concept look like for the innovator's mindset. And the thing with, uh, I was having this conversation recently and, and some people, someone said to me, you know, hey, growth mindset, people don't really talk about it that much anymore and I understand and I also struggle with that and the the reason I think there's so many powerful benefits on how we tackle challenges how we deal with different things but I also really believe that the innovator's mindset is an extension and I'll, I'll give you the definition as I shared it in the innovator's mindset um, growth mindset is the belief that abilities intelligence and talents uh, can be developed and so what I talked about in the innovator's mindset is that belief that abilities, intelligence, and talents are developed so they lead to the creation of new and better ideas. This isn't just about dealing with adversity. It's actually how do we look at adversity and find opportunities in those situations. And so what I'm going to do over the next five weeks, uh, the next five Sundays, but will be titled Mindset Monday. <laughs> is I'm going to take um, the concepts that I talked about in this table and I'm going to define it what it means for in or, or how uh, Brock and Hunley shared it in this concept of um, growth mindset, how I adapted it in the innovator's mindset and just kind of give some stories and examples on how I embody that. So the first one I'm going to look at this week is the idea of effort and Brock and Hunley when they talk about what does effort look like in, in connection to the notion of growth mindset, they share the definition that doing hard work and putting in effort paves the path 
to achievement and success, which awesome. That sounds great. So how did I adapt it and connect this concept of effort to the, the idea of the innovator's mindset? And when I looked at this, I shared it as hard work and effort are continuous and we look to make time to create new solutions and ideas for growth. So effort is not only when things are tough, in my mind, it's actually looking for challenges. It's craving those challenges. And I was writing some notes down. It's actually putting yourself in situations where you work hard when no one else is watching, when there's no need to do so. And you're putting yourself in a situation where you're challenging yourself and you don't really need to. And that that's what's going to accelerate opportunities, not only in our students' lives, but our own lives as well. And I, I was thinking about this. I was having a conversation with a friend recently, and he's a brilliant um, friend of mine. He's an engineer. And we were talking about this idea. He said he really struggled in university. And the reason he struggled is because high school came so easy to him that he actually didn't really need to, um, he didn't really need to develop homework habits or the ability to challenge himself. And when he struggled with things for the very first time in university, he didn't know how to deal with it. And that's something I thought about quite a bit. And it's funny because that hit him when he went to university, but it hit me when I went to high school. And I, I tell the story often. When I was in uh, when I was in high school, uh, grade nine for kindergarten and grade eight, I was always amazing at math. I was probably like the top one of the top three students in my class, uh, you know, at the elementary level in math. And then all of a sudden, in grade nine, I really, really struggled with it, and I, I barely passed the class. And if you think about what's taught in elementary schools, you know, around the world from kindergarten, grade eight in grade nine, it starts to change, right? It goes to more, um, algebra and that's something I really struggled with. And it was such a small portion of the curriculum when I was a kid in the elementary school. And then it became the major part when I went to high school and I struggled with it so much, but I, I didn't know what to do, um, when I struggled. And so for many of those classroom teachers, when I was taking math, be, the way that I struggled was I actually became a class clown because I really thought it was better to um, be funny, be perceived as funny than to be perceived as stupid. And you can see that that ties into it. And I didn't really know how to work hard or put into effort when something had challenged me because things had come so easy to me prior to that. And I was thinking about this when I was a teacher and I saw some of this happening with my own students. And I had students who, when I was teaching, you know, grade nine, grade 10 math. And I honestly, I did not want to teach grade nine math when I first started teaching because of my experience. I was like, I, I couldn't even learn it. How am I going to teach this? And I, I actually learned alongside the students. I was just kind of like ahead of them. And I started to understand how they struggled because I actually went through the same struggle myself. But I remember some of my top academic students in that class, they were just breezing through things. And instead of just saying, well, they're, you know, obviously they're doing really well, they're covering the curriculum. I would often look to put them in situations and level up what they were doing in my classroom that was beyond what the curriculum had asked. 
because I knew at some situation they would actually face the same struggle. Now it could be like my friend hits them in university. It could actually be after in life, but I wanted to put them in a situation where they, they appreciated the struggle, where they appreciated being challenged, uh, even though they had surpassed what they needed to know for that classroom. And one of the things I always say is that the curriculum um, doesn't limit you. It, it's a minimum of what you have to teach and go beyond this. So I remember actually one of these times I was working with my students, I saying, hey, here's some questions that you're going to probably encounter maybe in grade 11, grade 12. And they're like, why do we even have to do this? I said, because you're breezing through some of this other stuff. And I want you to actually be challenged with this. And they said, well, well, show us how to do it. I'm like, no, nah, I don't need to. You figure it out yourself. And they were so frustrated. They were so mad about that until they figured it out. And once they figured it out, they were so proud. And it was just amazing to see that. And they saw the benefits of being challenged. They saw the benefits of kind of figuring something out. It was almost like a puzzle I'd gave them that they had solved. And they had such an appreciation for that. And I've watched many of these students go on to do very successful things because they were pushed to, to hard work and to complicated learning before it was needed for them. And that's something that really kind of stuck out to me. And I remember when I was uh, in my early part of education, uh, when I was actually, you know, in university taking my classes and one of my professors said something to me and I thought it was really interesting. And people, I, I've shared this advice to others as well and I've been challenged on it and you do whatever you want with it. He said to me, I know you love basketball. I said, oh, I love basketball. He said, I know, and you're going to go teach elementary and here's something that I want you to, to really think about. Don't ever let a kid beat you if you can legitimately beat them in basketball. Don't ever take you know, pity on them and, and let them win. And I thought that was kind of weird advice, right? And I was thinking about Billy Madison, you know, playing dodgeball and just hammering kids and all that. And I thought that's kind of, you know, kind of a same situation. And so I asked him why, why did he give me that advice? He said, because when they actually can beat you, they'll appreciate it so much more. And that's something I've kind of held on to my philosophy, not only as an educator, as a parent. Uh, the other, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, my daughter Clea and I were playing Connect Four and she legitimately beat me and she was so proud of this and i look at some of those situations because i don't let her win i don't let her win because i want her to to earn that struggle and to almost seek it out and she she what i love about it she goes out and she challenges me in things that she knows that i can beat her in because she wants to have that struggle she wants to earn that achievement and so it's something that i really thought about in this concept of effort and you know putting in effort before it's asked of you something really um that i'm really uh is really important to me and i was running recently and i was listening to uh david goggins book and i'm telling you if you're running or you're exercising and you need motivation throw on uh can't hurt me by david goggins and you'll feel like you can go through a wall it, it's something it's a book that's really powerful and the adversity he has dealt with and and how he leveraged it is is pretty powerful and I, I remember actually being in this part of a really hard run really struggling with it at the moment and he said something it was so timely when he was saying this he said one of the things that I've learned is when I feel that I want to quit that I'm really challenged with something 
that's when I actually push harder. And then, and then you see how you can deal with those things. That's when I try to find another gear. And so when things challenge you, instead of backing off to actually push harder is a something that you have to develop in your mentality. And what I realize when I'm running and when we look at effort, a lot of times my, the first thing to go when I'm on a run, I'm struggling. It's not my legs. It's not my breathing. It's my mind. That's what tends to go. And to actually be able to switch in that situation where things are challenging and you want to like kind of go harder and push back further when, you know, other challenges come along your way, you, you'll, you'll be able to deal with them uh, in, in a different sense. So that's something that I was thinking about when I was looking at this specific notion of effort and how it looks with the innovator's mindset. When I was thinking about this podcast today, I was at the gym and you know, probably this term that you never want to um, over promise and under deliver, right? You want to under promise and over deliver. And I, and I, and I, I would agree with the latter before the former, but I was thinking about is how do we actually do something where we over promise and over deliver? And what I mean by that is setting expectations really, really high for what we're going to do for others, how we're going to bring our best and then actually surpassing those things. And I think about this and why this really matters to me is the expectations, the highest expectations that, that we should live up to are our own, that our expectations of ourselves should exceed what we expect of others. And that's something that we have to really develop in ourselves. And so I was thinking about this on a professional level. And that's what I try to do with innovator or with the Mindset Monday. <laughs> that's what I try to do with the Mindset Monday uh, podcast is kind of give you some like personal anecdotes and some professional anecdotes. And I speak and travel and it's, it's, an, it's an amazing experience. But I remember one of my first experiences ever. I was actually asked to speak at NiceGate. It's the ISTE affiliate of um, New York State. And this is my first uh, presentation that I was ever asked to do outside of Canada, but it wasn't asked to come in person. It was actually do virtual. And I was so excited. In fact, I was so excited that I had cut a trip short that I was uh, spending on my own time in Greece for holidays so I could get back early so I could do this presentation. I, I didn't want to blow this opportunity. And I remember it's such a different time where there's no Zoom, you know, Skype wasn't really a thing. It was so hard to do virtual presentations at this time. And so I had to go to my central district office, had to use their machines. And it was just such a, a hard thing to actually do. And I remember they, they turned on um, the screen. It was about 10 minutes before I had to present. And so I could see them, they could see me. And I look into this room and it's a huge room. And there's two people sitting in the back. And I was thinking, oh, seriously, is this about to happen? Like, there's only gonna be two people. I'm like, no, 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 it's 10 minutes early, right? So, you know, people start coming in. So, you know, time goes by, get to the presentation time. Nobody else joins into this room. There's, there's just the two people. So I started speaking and I feel a little flustered, you know, but hey, I'm gonna do my best. These two people are gonna get the best presentation ever. So about one to two minutes in, one of the guys gets up and he leaves. And I was like, oh my God, is this seriously happening? So now it's just me talking to a guy. And 
I could have just said, Hey, you know what? Don't worry about this. You can go like, I don't, I don't want to keep you here. And I wasn't getting paid or anything like that, but I committed to this. But I, all of a sudden during that time, I thought this guy is going to have the best presentation of his life. And I always wonder who that guy was. I wonder if he remembers that situation or anything like that. But I remember just trying my best when it would have been so easy to actually give up and really always kind of bringing that mentality that no matter the situation, no matter how much I speak, I'm always going to do my best for the people on that day in front of me. Uh, I can have the best reception to a talk, to a, a day, a workshop, and that's something that you know I really appreciate. But I always look at how I could get better, how I could grow. I never just go based on how well I did, based on the reception of the group. I always try to hire my or you know increase my own expectations of myself, so I can constantly get better. And that's something that you have to really kind of develop in yourself. That no matter your reception, are you keeping yourself accountable to you to continuously grow? and get better never being truly comfortable and appreciating where you are but knowing we can still grow and as I was thinking about all of these things and these stories there's a quote from Muhammad Ali and I actually have it in my gym and when I'm really tired I look at it and it's one of my favorite quotes ever he says the fight is won or lost far away from the witnesses behind the lines in the gym and out there on the road long before I dance under those lights. It is the idea of pushing yourself when no one's watching, when you don't really have to challenge yourself. How do you get to that point? And so when you're looking at effort, yeah, things will actually come our way where we have to put in our best effort and we're going to struggle through this. But actually going out and seeking challenge, going out of your way to find those things, because if you go and seek it, when it's thrust upon you, it is so much easier to deal with. That's something that I've learned over my time. And I hope that some of these stories and, you know, these podcasts over the next few weeks will kind of um, kind of set the table as you're many of you are going either starting the school year and maybe it'll help you. And hopefully some of those stories I can not only help you, but you can kind of pass on to your students. But I just want to share this. And this is a Saturday. I'm recording these podcasts because I want to you know, continuously grow. And I think these reflections are really helpful to me. And I hope somewhere along the way, my learning is helpful to you. So thank you so much for joining me for a new season of Mindset Monday. Stay tuned next week. There'll be another episode. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Take care. Have a wonderful day. Thanks.